So I just looked at, literally, I just Googled erythritol and then just clicked on the news article in Google. Yeah. And the three, and then these are just the, it says sort by relevance. 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 Gosh, erythritol and relevance. Challenge. Relevance. Sort by the revenant. Uh, erythritol, <laughs> sort by relevance. And says, first one, of course, the one we saw, zero calorie sweetener linked to heart attack and stroke. Next one, erythritol linked to increased risk of heart disease. Next one, uh, common sweetener, erythritol tied to higher risk of stroke and heart attack. Uh, another one, uh, study links artificial sweetener to stroke risk, says it could make blood stickier. I don't know who's going to read that one, but anywho, what but Shannon, it, sorry. Like that's all you listen to that. They're saying the sweetener, not erythritol that exists in your body as a right. byproduct. They're tying it like flat out calling the sweetener erythritol as increasing risks. You're listening to the Addicted to Fitness Podcast, brought to you by Elemental Training Tampa. Now, here's your hosts, Nick and Shannon Birch. Thanks for stopping by and checking out another edition of the Addicted to Fitness Podcast. We have a sweet episode for you today. You see what I did there? I see what you because did there. Because we're going to talk about a sugar alcohol or a sugar substitute that was in, it's been in the news a lot lately and claims of it having some uh, adverse health risk. And we're going to kind of break it down to see if that claim is as, uh, uh, as valid as some people are making it out to seem. So, mm-hmm. but before we get into that, guys, uh, we're here to thank you. We're giving you guys thanks because without you, uh, this podcast would just be, uh, you know, us talking into the void. But thanks to you listeners. Um, thanks for you rating and reviewing the podcast. Thanks for you guys. Thanks to you guys for sharing the podcast. We are talking to uh, more people every week, and we de- definitely appreciate that. If you haven't done any of those things like rating and reviews or share the podcast, please do so. It's extremely helpful. Another mm-hmm. thing you can do is to support our sponsors, the Minoco. Head to aminoco.com slash ATF to learn about why we like the products and to find out. Uh, and you can use the code ATF at checkout to get a discount if you're interested in buying said products. So I wanted to pose this question to you. Okay. Okay. It's really out of the blue, something we've never done before. How was your training this week? Uh, hit or miss? Mm-hmm. So how did you do? Like, what did you do? Did you get to do anything? Any biking? Any any training recap you'd like to share? Yeah. I mean, if I'm sharing, this is, so I'm sharing my training recap right now. Yeah. I was trying to do some sort of weird new segue into it. <laughs> you didn't make, warn me, though. I know. You're not supposed, supposed to, be, to surprise your co-host. It was You're supposed, supposed to be to, new. So new that you didn't so know So new it. that I didn't know about it. That's right. So, uh, training yeah. recap. My training recap this week was very much hit or miss, um, but I did get in a bike ride. I got in a – actually, I might have gotten two bike rides, actually. Um, and then I also did – yeah, I did because one morning I stacked a hit workout on top of a bike ride. Whoa. So, 
Yeah, I know. It's wild. Huh. Um, but that was pretty much it. Just otherwise, like some very mild kind of restorative kind of yoga, more more focused on just stretching out the fact that I felt like really, really stiff and sore. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was that was mine. That was the extent. Yes. That's all right. Hey, you got some movement in, right? And I we did. did. Yeah, you know, we did some uh, some moving around this weekend, too. Yeah, we did mm-hmm. some walking around, although mm-hmm. I am highly questioning my phone's um, slash watch's ability to track steps now because you had 16,000. Yep. And the same day... I did grocery shopping, which usually racks up a decent amount right. of steps for me. And we did the same activity yeah. for a good chunk of the day. And somehow I didn't even have 7,000. Hmm. You, you had, you had, had 9,000. Yeah. Weird. So it may, I have been suspicious that my watch has been a little on the fritz. Hmm. Um, it's had some moments in recent months where it's sort of gotten funky Mm. and i think maybe it's really not it's not doing its job anymore you gotta be updated update well that was a comment i think i made like last summer oh that i needed a new watch Uh, i thought like software update no i don't know i don't know but but is weird. Yeah. It's just weird. I'm like, I know you cleaned yes. the chicken coop, but I don't feel like that was 9,000 no. steps worth. Yeah, I don't think so either. So <laughs> I think there is something amiss. There is something amiss. Mm-hmm. How was your, your training this week? My training was good this week. How did you feel about it? Intense. Uh, as the week went on, I felt very sore. Um, I'm missing that body work. Um, so I'm hopefully I'm going to make up for this week. For this week, I did schedule a massage for this coming week, so nice. I probably should have waited to next week to talk about what's got me pumped. So maybe I just uh, you guys will hear more information about that next week. Anywho, um, but I did jujitsu three times this week, wow. um, which is usually a little bit more than normal. Um, you know, I have some clients on spring break, so I have a little extra time. Got to the gym, was able to do some lifting. Um, also did some lifting here at the house and, um, I did a little something else. Um, I did a spin this week too. We'll mm-hmm. talk about more of that, um, when we get to the training recap, but yes, um, got to get in the sauna this week, um, at LA fitness and, um, it was up working again cause it was up at 190. So it was really percolating um and actually i think we mentioned this guy on the podcast before actually ran into um uh someone i know what kind of uh someone i met in the sauna which is a weird thing to say out loud but um some individual that had a um apparently had like some um back injury in his early teens and got some mesh put into his body and it was like some poisonous like piece of plastic and it was poisoning him essentially from the inside yeah. out. And he so was able scary. to get it removed. He just came back. He's starting to train again, starting to get back to lifting like he normally did or used to did. So are used to did? That's not a phrase. Used to did. Used to did. He used to. Um, but was able to talk with him and uh, kind of just catch up with him. So it was kind of good. You know, it was one of those, you know, there I can always I can tell 
there's always these like the the gym relationship you know when mm-hmm. you see the same people at the at a gym you know i'm wondering if you know as i get older if i'm gonna have like uh uh be the old guy at the gym just you know <laughs> kind of like just rubbing elbows and <laughs> talking with everybody and say hey oh the finger guns finger guns with people there's oh one guy gosh. over there who's got that he's got it on lockdown so he's uh he's very uh please very don't chatty. become that person please not. Please. Why not? It means I'm going to the gym every day. It means I'm seeing the people, <laughs> talking to people. I don't see what the problem with this. What is? Oh, um, so uh, that was my training recap. Good week of training. I'm feeling um, um, ready to kind of do it again. Another week was a little bit lighter this week. Um, so I think I'm going to uh, put a pedal to metal again this week. Speaking All of right. pedal, hopefully more pedaling too. Um, so Okay. Uh, we actually want to encourage you guys to go to our Instagram, the ATF Podcast. Connect with us. You can send us DMs. Let us, uh, tell us what you like about the co- podcast. Maybe some possible topics. Maybe even share like a profile of somebody you like um, in the health and fitness field. Maybe we should reach out to and try to interview. So make sure you give us a follow on Instagram at the ATF Podcast. Now, mm-hmm. on to the main topic of discussion. On to the show. So, as I was kind of to uh, really uh, slightly or uh, uh, slyly uh, basically uh, introduced in the beginning of the podcast, um, erythritol. It is a zero-calorie calorie sweetener, a sugar alcohol, actually, that is used in numerous... Uh, zero calorie or low calorie products. I mean, I think, uh, erythritol is like the sweetheart of, uh, pun intended, of, uh, keto products. Um, yeah. I think we saw it when we did our low carb ice cream taste test. Mm-hmm. I think erythritol is in many of those products. Yeah. So, um, and we've done, we've done a taste test on Swerve too before. Was that erythritol? Yes. I think you're right. It yeah. w- absolutely was. Yeah. And that was just straight sugar or straight sugar substitute. Like, yeah, you know, they had just the... granular sugar that you could get at the start at the store. Mm-hmm. And we actually spoke to one of their like I think like the chief marketing CMO, officer, yeah, right, right, um, about them. And yeah, I mean, I think we left that whole conversation being more in the camp for, um erythritol as opposed to some other sweetener replacements yeah, like alcohols yeah like, xylitol or sorbitol yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah because so i mean the 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 thing from what we've learned of erythritol you know it's supposed to obviously zero calorie not spike your blood sugar uh be safe for individuals who have type 2 diabetes and mm-hmm. uh you know there's been some studies and i don't know if they're extensive clinical studies but um they have to support those claims um, and also one thing about sugar alcohols is that, uh, most common side effect that sugar alcohols produce, according to most people, is like gastric distress. Right. So they tell me the, the, the toots and runs, as I like to call them. <laughs> yes. Um, so, uh, but xylitol, oh, xylitol, uh, erythritol doesn't seem to have that same effect. So, you know, it's also funny and it's based on one of the articles we read about this, uh, this issue with erythritol was that it's actually erythritol is what is primarily what stevia and monk fruit is made up of. Yes. So like stevia, it's like it actually gives it its weight. Like, cause apparently like stevia, I guess like pure stevia couldn't, you can't even, 
it's so unpalatable that it wouldn't like he wouldn't be able to to actually put it and use it. Oh. So apparently, like according to this article, yeah, I thought it was kind of a before we get into the meat of the real issues of the article or what the article brought up. um, I thought this was kind of an interesting. um, It says trying to find it. Maybe look at the beginning. Said a sugar replacement called erythritol used to add bulk or sweeten stevia, monk fruit, and keto-reduced sugar products. So I thought that was interesting. Anywho, that was kind of a little bit of segue. But what these articles, what several articles are saying is that erythritol is linked to heart attack and stroke, according to one of the studies. So the study they're referring to came out in Nature recently. And basically what it looked at, it looked at approximately 1,200 different blood samples of ind- individuals that already had risks or risk of cardiac events and or disease. So it's either people that has heart have heart disease, people that have type 2 diabetes, di- mm-hmm. hypertension, has already had a heart attack. They looked at their blood samples and noticed that their the level of erythritol in their blood was extremely high. Oh. Now... There is, and I actually, uh, they didn't explain this in this article in CNN, but I found uh, reading, you know, looking at Instagram and somebody I follow, Lane Norton, who is someone who really takes, you know, has his PhD in, I believe, biomedical, or I know he has a PhD in, in, in nutrition. I don't know if it's in biomedical science also, but he, he really good at breaking down uh, nutrition studies and seeing if they are uh, valid or not, or if they're lacking some sort of context. So what he was stating was that this study looked at a group that were already sick, individuals that already had these issues that I already mentioned, and are in mostly males from 60 to 70 years old. And they said that in this uh, CNN article we saw. Um, so basically, it's they couldn't. You can't extrapolate looking from those individuals that erythritol caused these those issues, mm-hmm. because the people who have these issues actually produce higher levels of erythritol in their blood. Basically, they have a process in the you know in their body, a metabolic process that actually produces erythritol. Already. Erythritol? Thank you. Gosh, I'm already. You're like, wait, how do you say it? I just (laughs) said it 17 times and I can't say it anymore. (laughs) Um, So they actually have a process in their body due to having these uh, these metabolic conditions, heart disease, uh, type 2 diabetes, hypertension, et cetera, uh, that produces high levels of erythritol. So they, Mm. um, the, I wouldn't say the, 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 the basically the heads the people who uh basically led this study i don't know if they necessarily extrapolated that or should have extrapolated the idea that erythritol causes these 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 conditions 
And yeah. I, and I don't know if they really kind of stated that because they did. I will say they they kind of did some other follow up studies in this in this article. They talk or nature study they did. Basically, they tested a resveratrol's effect on blood in the lab, um, and said that it does you know basically promote clotting, which could lose lead to things like stroke and heart attack. So they did do tests on it, and they also tested healthy individuals, only eight individuals. And gave them basically a sample of erythritol and noticed that they're, they're basically the precursors for clotting increased significantly after drinking erythritol. So they did do some follow up research, but basically the bulk of the article and really the majority of the. It was just the, about sick people having erythritol in their systems. Exactly. Yeah. So basically they essentially just discovered that sick people, people who have these metabolic issues, have high level of the erythritol. Yeah. Which is not that just groundbreaking. Very misleading considering I, because, the headlines. And that's 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 my point. And that is the point, our our point. Sure. I should so I just looked at literally I just Googled erythritol and then just clicked on the news article in Google. Yeah. And the three, and then these are just the, it says sort by relevance. 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 Gosh, erythritol and relevance. Sort by the revenant. Erythritol, sort by relevance. And says the first one, of course, the one we saw zero calorie sweetener linked to heart attack and stroke. Next one, erythritol linked to increased risk of heart disease. Next one, uh, common sweetener, erythritol tied to higher risk of stroke and heart attack. Uh, another one, uh, study links artificial sweetener to stroke risk says it could make blood stickier. I don't know who's going to read that one, but anywho, what but Shannon, it, sorry. like that's all you listen to that. They're saying the sweetener, not erythritol that exists in your body as a right. byproduct. They're tying it like flat out calling the sweetener erythritol as increasing risks. Right. Like when you really get into the nuance of this article, that is just a blatant lie. I think overwhelming, <laughs> the overwhelming information they put forth in this article is in regards to the 12,000 blood samples they studied of sick individuals in their high erythritol level and those individuals themselves. Now, like I said, they did a little bit of follow-up research about testing of erythritol on human blood and mice blood to see that, yes, it did promote clotting. They also did a study of eight individuals, which, like I said, I don't think that's a significant sample size. And they put them as in accordance to just a CNN article. I didn't look at the actual – I tried to look at it, but I could only look you at the look abstract. You look at the sticky blood one? I can only look at the abstract of the actual <laughs> study. Um, but basically, eight individuals of quote-unquote healthy individuals. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that really provides a lot of relevant information. Right. But like you said, the, the news articles, the news sources or news outlets basically just took the idea of this sugar alcohol promotes – Heart, heart, heart attacks and strokes. Yeah. As you can see, what I just read, the headlines I just read. So, That's so like, and this is why we do these breakdowns for you because you happen to have a master's, like a master's in science mm -hmm. degree holder here, not me, it's the other one, <laughs> um, breaking down what the studies say. Then you have the PR person. Right 
who's all about understanding how the spin of our news happens. And this is one of those things that we're really passionate about digging into these topics for you because so much of what you read about in the news, even if it's on CNN, is all about angle and spin. Right. I mean, research studies, my first thought when I read these headlines, and especially after hearing your breakdown of it when you first shared your thoughts, Mm -hmm. was what, like, member of the sugarcane lobbyist board decided to fund this study? Mm -hmm. Because this is just, like, it feels so targeted at, erythritol the sweetener right not erythritol the byproduct and it's it just it just feels like this was something a pr person pitched right <laughs> now it, i would say i don't think it's irrelevant information right but i think what the the news is trying to spin it into is probably it's, it's definitely not valid at this time yeah, it's all meant, it's meant as clickbait. It's meant right. as, um, this is that sort of like fear mongering. Uh-huh. Now, granted, a lot of, a lot of journalists, there's a lot of great journalists out there that are going to do the du- due diligence and they're going to put together the facts in their article. The headline may be a little more salacious, yeah. maybe a little bit more aggressively slanted, but even some of these articles, and like a lot of what like broadcast media covered, it was not enough to make you understand what this study was really right. about. So um, I think it's, I think the study is important. So it's, it's scary. Yeah. Yeah. I think the study it's itself okay is scared. important because it could lead to further uh, investigations and research. And what a lot of these, even the leader of the study, the, the head author um, said it needs more research, but um, because it could be, possible that people think hey this is a zero calorie sweetener it has no side effects there's no negative consequences this is all the sweetness without the bad right so i mean i think that idea is maybe if this article or maybe this study is just the uh just the starting point to where hey you know you do even have to limit this you have to limit real sugar and artificial sugar yeah you know i mean i think i think that's a safe you know, uh, idea to promote that, hey, you know, zero calorie sweeteners aren't as, you know, uh, have no side effects. Like, they, or that there, there's no, no negative consequences. Yes, thank you. Um, that, that's a, I think that's an okay point to promote, you know, because people think they can just, just like eating fat free stuff, we thought Absolutely. was, you know, there's no negative consequences with eating fat free well, stuff when we realize how untrue that is. This happens like every five years. Mm-hmm. Where something that five years ago everyone was saying is the new hot thing that's going to like, you know, allow you to eat better or, you know, something like lose weight. It always comes back that, oh, well, you know, that's, that's really bad. And you, you shouldn't, you shouldn't get the fat free stuff. You shouldn't get the sugar free. Don't eat all that soy Like every single thing. Keep in mind, folks, these studies are funded by groups of people who are usually working for the opposite side. Like frequently. Just throwing Mm -hmm. that out there. 
But our two big things that we wanted to emphasize is that you cannot just take a, a headline at face value. True. And sometimes you really need to dig into the research. And if you don't know how to do that, it's really important to find sources who you trust mm-hmm. that can dig into it for yeah. you. Like that's why like the fact that you heard about this on other podcasts yeah. and you were listening to other experts talk about mm-hmm. this and then you looked into it, you know, that that is really helpful and I think that's important. You know, you should be able, we're hoping that we can sort of be um, like a, a truth indicator. We are not necessarily, we are absolutely not experts on science and, you know, all of this. But mm-hmm. we can call bullshit. We have enough experience and insight to call bullshit. And then the second thing is, it's also really critical. The big point we want to emphasize is that there is no item that you can just go of really, I think, almost any food that is not going to have some backlash if you overconsume it. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, we always promote, you know, everything in moderation. Yeah. Right? So it's like, I think that's kind of. But a- I mean, if even if you're a person who likes to eat all plants, like, have you ever sat next to somebody who just eats beans? Have you, or like, or had, or like somebody else who's just, I've had days where eating raw vegetables completely screws with my system. Mm -hmm. And I needed to balance it out with other things. It happens. Like, that's that's why having a balanced diet is so important. Agreed. Like I said, I th- I think that's if we can take any way f- anything away from the article is and something that's you know actually I think accurate in the study. I think the study has some interesting information. Obviously, it was just packaged a certain way by media, um, but I think what we can take away is that there is no magic bullet, there is no magic food. Um, yes, maybe some zero calorie. Uh, things can help certain individuals and hurt other individuals uh, more so. Um, but like you said, if you over overuse of any one product, I think whether it be regardless what it is, could be detrimental. So, like you said, balance I think is the key. Yes. All right. So there we go. You know, we we broke it down. We let you know that if you've got erythritol in your diet right now, you don't have to throw it away. You don't have to throw all your erythritol products away. No. But maybe Hopefully you haven't already when you're listening to this. Mm-hmm. If you were someone yeah. that, that used it here and there sparingly. maybe you're, Yeah, exactly. So maybe <laughs> you're more cognizant now that, hey, there might be some side effects if you overuse it. So maybe if you are overusing it, you tune it down a little bit. Yeah. yeah, and then you just stay cognizant and stay, uh, maybe stay, stay in tune for more follow-up research on erythritol. So, Definitely. all right, on, on to what's got us pumped. Would you like me to go first or you to go first? You can go first because I feel like this is one 
I know what it is. And I was alluded to it earlier, talking yeah. about the spin. If you guys have paid attention the last several Jump weeks. Jump on in there. Um, I haven't been spinning as of late because I don't have, I didn't have any shoes to do so. Um, Old shoes, pooped the bed. Yep, probably about a month ago, maybe five weeks ago, yeah. or if not longer. Um, I went to pull my shoe off, the my clip-in shoes off the Peloton, and the whole bottom <laughs> just pulled right off. So, so um, it's been a long time coming. I mean, I've had those shoes for probably almost 15 years. Oh, that's so sad. Which is pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, but, so I w- got another pair, found a, uh, a you know, I don't want to say cheap, but an inexpensive pair on Amazon. Um, and they came in, they were too big, sent it back, and somehow they actually went down in price after I sent the original ones back and got another pair sent to me and used them, I would say they are definitely uh, compatible. Um, they got the That's job good. done. That's are they good. as nice as my previous ones? No. The mm. answer is no. Um, they are, I would say they're not as uh, tight fitting as my other ones. Um, I think having a tight shoe, you would be able to attest. I think a tight shoe, especially in spinning, is beneficial. It's really know? crucial. Um, so they are, it's not like they're loose. They're, gonna, they're not going to slide off or anything, but um, basically I can only, I'd have them as tight as possible. And I still feel that they're somewhat loose around yeah. um, the, the mid part of my foot. So um, they're getting the job done and I think they'll suffice, but I would say they're, if I have to give them a, maybe a, uh, maybe a scale a, of one to ten, I'd give them a six and a half. Maybe, maybe a, a Peloton set of shoes is in your future for maybe. a gift. Like I said, I didn't have them. I didn't have Peloton previous. The ones I had, they were good shoes. Oh yeah, no, there's loads of oh, yeah. way better shoes right. than Peloton. Peloton's right. like, I feel like Peloton. I had a really great pair of like mountain biking. Mm-hmm. Shoes that had that particular grip, which I love, by the right. way. Um, and and then I got these ones, and they're Pelton. I'd say they're like a good middle of the road. Yeah. You know, they're affordable enough, but they're also like they hold your foot in place. Right. For sure. For sure. So, yeah, I would, I would say that that is – that's something maybe – Maybe, maybe you don't have to wait till Santa. Maybe someone in between All now right. and then will. Bunny, the Easter bunny. I don't know about Easter bunny. <laughs> There's uh, some other things in between. The, the Father's Day bunny. The yeah. The Father's the Day stork. Uncle Sam. Uncle Sam for Fourth July. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Uncle Sam. All right. What's got you pumped for this week? Um, this week I had to really think about it. I'm not gonna lie. I was I was struggling to find something this week, um, but I have been, and I don't think I've talked about it on this. I found this app called Moonly. Mm-hmm. Did I talk about this? I don't on think here? so. I, don't I saw that on I your did. phone. I don't think you have. So it is a. I mean, it's there is an astrological part of this. Um where it breaks things down based off of like what's happening with the astrological signs mm-hmm. and time and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Mercury's um, retrograde. That kind of stuff, mm-hmm. yes. I got it. Which I know is not everybody's like moon and Scorpio kind of stuff. Gotcha. 
Um, this is, as you might guess, it has a lot to do with the moon. Like there's a bunch of stuff on here about the moon and mm-hmm. astrology. However, what I really like about it is that it has affirmations mm-hmm. every day. And I went ahead and I installed this as a widget on my home screen so that every day I get served the daily affirmation. And it is a simple thing. It's a, I mean, it's actually a really small thing. But every day seeing a new affirmation on my phone and just taking a couple minutes and like repeating it over in my head to myself it's like a really peaceful moment. Mm-hmm. It's like a it's a wonderful little reminder to think a nice thought about yourself every day. And I realized I don't always do that. Right. Like most of the time I'm trying to quiet the screaming voices in my head. And I'm not thinking about saying something nice about myself. I might do like a gratitude practice, but it's usually not even centered on like me. Mm-hmm. So seeing a an affirmation and for folks who may not know what an affirmation is, it is like an I-centered statement. Um so like today's um today's affirmation on here is I am safe in the universe and life loves and supports me. It is meant to be like a positive statement for you to say to yourself about yourself with the idea being the more you say this, truly the more you adjust your perspective and start making this statement true. Like energy attracts like energy mm-hmm. kind of situation, you know? And it's just, it's been a really nice thing to have on my home screen of my phone. Ella loves it because you can also pull a tarot card. Oh, yeah. Like you can hold it and it like wiggles and your phone vibrates and then mm. boop, you get like a little tarot card now she and i have done tarot card pulls like with real cards Mm -hmm. but she loves doing it on the phone like every chance she gets she likes seeing which different picture it's gonna pull up she knows like a bunch of them um but yeah it's it's that affirmations that i actually think is probably the best feature Mm -hmm. of the whole thing that's cool and it is it's just it's one nice thought that you get to think about yourself every day. So simple. That's something to be pumped about, I would yeah. say. Nice. Well, hopefully you guys were uh, enjoy that segment, What's Got Us Pumped. Maybe you guys have something that's got you pumped about your health and fitness, and you can let us know about it by sending us a DM on Instagram at the ATF Podcast. Yes. Um, you could also... Um, give us uh, support us by supporting our sponsor going to aminoco.com slash ATF remember check out ATF or use the code ATF at checkout to get 30% off your product if you decide to buy bonus and ratings 
reviews and sharing the podcast yes it's always appreciated guys you help us reach more people so thank you and got anything else for him tonight i thought you were gonna say something else no i love you (laughs) (laughs) i love you man No, that's all. It doesn't get any better than that. That's true. This has been another edition of the Addictive Fitness Podcast, and we'll check you next time. Bye. For all things Addictive Fitness, you can check out our website, addictedtofitnesspodcast.com. You can also give us a follow on Twitter, at the ATF Podcast, and like and follow the Addicted to Fitness Podcast Facebook page. Last but not least, please give us a rating and review in the iTunes Store. Thanks.